Hi, welcome to Overlanding from Home. My name is Anton. I'm an avid overlander, lover of nature, and humanitarian by heart. The past while, I've always been interested in the outdoors, and I want to hear about other people's experiences and their rigs. Yes, the big rigs, the small rigs, everything they've done to design them and how they plan it. I hope you enjoy listening. Let's find out who today's guest is. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and thanks once again for popping in and listening to this podcast. Today is a first. I have a Chilean that does, if I recall, and, and, I, and I, I may be wrong, uh, um, Ilya, is the, you do a lot of work in Venezuela, but you're based in Chile, um, and you're a, you're a journalist, and you just want to go out and enjoy things for the ride. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct, uh, Anton. Uh, well, um, hello, everyone. My name is Elias Rodriguez, and I am Venezuelan, and I am living uh, right now in Santiago de Chile. Uh, well, I had to go out uh, from Venezuela because of the political situation over there. And yes, I'm a journalist, and I linked my, my career with the overland and expedition world. So, so that in itself is, uh, brings out a lot of jealousy in me because, uh, I mean, obviously getting out and doing things is amazing and, uh, uh, you know, being able to enjoy it while doing some form of living with it is incredible. But just looking at your profile and your videos, I mean, you've definitely, you've got some amazing stories to tell. I mean, uh, I, I just want to go through a few, a few things first. So, so what is your vehicle? What are you driving at the moment? It's a Toyota, right? Or is it a, because I've, I've, I've seen a few in your profile, so I'm not entirely sure. Uh, your, your, your current vehicle is a Toyota, right? Yes, it's a Toyota 4Runner uh, SR5 2010. A 2010. Okay, cool. And have your previous one was what, a Land Cruiser? Is it a 76? A 78. 78. Uh, the yeah. troopy, okay, okay. Um, yeah, I love that, that truck. <laughs> did you? Why did you get rid of it, man? Those things last forever. Well, because uh, well, I love it. That's that's my dream dream truck. But I I have to sell it because I traveled. Um, I emigrated uh, from Venezuela to Chile on my truck, uh, riding my truck. So I got to Chile and I couldn't legalize it. Uh, there's no way to legalize a foreigner truck here in, in Chile. So I had to sell it to a, a German guy, that a German uh, overlander that came to me and, and, and just asked me if I could sell it to him. So I did that and he took it away. And the truck is now in Peru. Oh, you know yeah. that's devastating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did I a, I did a podcast with a, a lovely guy Tim from the Philippines, and um, right. he's he's the only guy I know that's managed to keep all of his old overlanding vehicles. So he's got like a, a stream of like four of them: uh, a, a Land Rover. Uh, oh, nice. uh, yeah, it's like a like a company. yeah, exactly. You know, there's there's not many of us that have the space number one, but have the money to maintain four of them and uh, and still use them. You know, I think that's that's quite a challenge in itself. Right. 
Yeah, that's right. So, so, so tell me, Elias, um, what, what got you into overlanding and outdoors? I mean, was it uh, the greenery, the fresh air, the space away from people, uh, you know, the, the high altitude? I see that you spend quite a bit of time in, in, in the high altitude and the cold. Yeah, well, first of all, uh, I started traveling through Venezuela with my mom and my dad uh, when I was a kid. And that uh, kind of took me into into the the out, outdoors world. I learned uh, uh, how to fish, and uh, at five uh, years old, and I went to uh, with my dad every weekend uh, fishing, uh, peacock peacock bass oh. fishing. So, so I started learning about my my country, my people, the culture uh, outside the the yes. city, because I live in the in the capital city in Caracas, and well, that that uh, just uh, stayed with me uh, a, a lot of years, and then when I uh, got my first truck, I started uh, that was a Land Cruiser. 90 series yes. that was my first truck and i started traveling with my with my friends in the in college uh, first of all i started uh, traveling because i wanted to get out of the city and i don't know just just hang out with my friends but uh, shortly i i understood that 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 was my I don't know. That was the kind of uh, life that I wanted to to start and and just keep going with it. Lovely. So I like I like to to go out and just uh, get to places where not many people can can get. Uh, just uh, plan my my route and and I don't know. Get a map and and start. Uh, putting waypoints in the map and just start exploring. And that's, that's something that is uh, very, very, uh, very interesting to do because you learn about, uh, about a lot of things. You learn about geography, you learn about, uh, you can do your photography, your videos, and more, most special, uh, you you can get experiences that you can uh, transmit to another another people, and that's where my my career gets into into this. My that I'm a journalist, and I'm trying to to uh, I don't know just to get message to people and and encourage people to to get out and explore too that's very cool and i think that's really what we all want i think we all want uh, you know to be able to have those you know experiences and anyone can take a photo but which, which i wouldn't say but that can take a thousand words you know um to explain i i just i look at it very similar to you i i, I do uh, humanitarian work into africa so I, I go and i help school kids with reading glasses and um as much as i can obviously now right. it's a bit challenging and, and i have a quite a different vehicle and um i think you know when people talk to me all those emotions and those experiences started coming out and you start expressing it and you can just see sometimes in their face how they 
they just sit there going like, whoa, you know, how did you do that when the elephant yeah. walked past at one in the morning, you know, and it's quite, I think, quite different scenarios uh, to you. Yeah. Um, and it, it just... So, you, you, do, you, do you do Overland because of, of that work that you do with the communities? Not, not necessarily. I grew up in the Drakensberg, which is a big mountain range in South Africa. And uh, I grew up in the mountains and... Um, I've always just enjoyed okay. having that, that greenery and the space. And uh, obviously living in a city for work in Cape Town makes it a bit challenging. Um, and, and, and I have a, uh, my, my wife and I have a six-year-old daughter who completely loves going out and camping and overlanding, Com completely cool. loves it. I mean, she'll be, she'll be sitting in the car for like an hour tapping her fingers going, are, are, are we ready yet? And I'm like, really, I'm, I'm the one packing here. What do you, what are you asking for? Why don't you help me? And it'll, it'll go quicker, you know? So um, I love it. because it just, it, you know, she, she just enjoys uh, going out and, and, uh, and, and no shoes and, and just having an absolute blast. You know, uh, we, we, we have very different scenarios to you. I mean, we don't have, Um, that extreme cold in most of Africa, they, they, they do around Lesotho, um, where they've got the high mountain ranges and the Milotti Mountains, but not necessarily everywhere you go. So it's, it's either rainy uh, or desert or halfway, you know, there's no uh, one or the other. It's quite, it's quite interesting and, uh, and quite different scenario. So if I recall, you, you, you actually take people up into the mountain ranges. Is that right? Uh, yeah, uh, here in Chile, I I'm doing. Uh, well, I I I started my own business. Well, one of my own business because I have uh, I do many things, but one of them is uh, I take people to the mountain, and I set uh, uh, like a campsite yeah. uh, where they can enjoy uh, the silence. They can uh, enjoy the mountain um, away from the from the people, from the city, uh, from from the ordinary places that uh, the normal tours uh, get. Okay. To, okay. So I I I give them uh, some food. Uh, they drink something, and I maybe sometimes I explain some things about the mountains uh, to them and about the culture that from the people that lived over there uh, hundreds um, or thousands of years ago. And I try to do something original. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. And I think, you know, it's so important to explain culture and history. Um, you know, we, yeah. we always learn it in school, but There's, there's so much that people just don't get. And I, and I know in, 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 in Latin America, and, and obviously it's not my, my normal background, but um, the, the, if, you, if, if I get it wrong, just tell me, the, the Indian communities in, in Latin America have hundreds and thousands of years uh, you know, left, left certain things that are still intact and still usable and... Um, I find it fascinating. I mean, yeah. I, I, I really do. It's very different to my experiences, obviously, where we've got tribes um, and, and, and we uh -huh. have a lot of, like in South Africa, we have 11 official languages in, in South Africa, um, oh. which okay. is a lot. And, uh, um, you know, most people think that um, the Zulus, who are the, the, the party in power in, in South Africa, are the, 
um, uh, you know, have been here for many, many years, but they actually haven't. The original people were the Khoisan, or, or also known as the Bushmen. Um, and the oh. Bushmen have been here for thousands of years, uh, and, and, and yet the, the, the Zulus actually came down from Central Africa, from the Congo area. So it's very, you know, there's, and, and, and this is what people just don't know and don't get, which is quite frustrating. And, and uh, perception, I think, is the word that is thrown around. It's people, people think they know, yeah. you know, like, oh, because the news says this, but it's actually very wrong. Um, I want to I ask you quickly. So, so you've got a Boston Terrier. Is it yours or your fiancé or your wife or you married? Sorry, I, I didn't uh, – I couldn't see. Am I am yeah. I going to put pressure on you if if, uh, if I ask these questions? No, 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 no. Don't worry. Uh, no, well, I uh, I have. Well, we have two Boston Terriers. One of them is uh, it's uh, his name is Kiwi, like the yes. fruit. Uh, um, he is the oldest one. He is uh, almost ten years old, and he's 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 mine from from the okay. beginning. Okay. Uh, I got him in 2010, and he he's been my my traveling partner, Lovely. <laughs> my co-pilot yeah. many times. Uh, and then we have uh, Coco, that is his uh, his son because Kiwi had uh, five cops with the uh, with the Chilean Boston Terrier. Okay, and well, Coco is our new new member of the family. Lovely. I have a friend of mine that has uh, I'm a Boston Terrier, and uh, yeah, my after meeting it, my wife wants one too. So now I'm in, uh, I don't want to show yeah, her these photos. They are they are very special dogs, and uh, with kids, they are very cool. With 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 little kids, and uh, they are uh, they have a lot of. of of energy and they love to they swim very yes, well they do. i'm surprised about that. and well they're good good company that's that's very that's I, I i completely agree he's actually got two defenders and he takes it wherever they allow if they allow dogs camping then the dog comes along okay. which is very good and um so let me let me nice. let me ask you uh did you on your vehicle did you kit it out yourself or did you buy it already pre uh, mostly pre-done What's that? On your, on your uh, vehicle, did you did you kit uh -huh. it out the way that you wanted it? You know, uh, does it have a draw system and things like that at the back? Yeah, yeah. I well, the other vehicles, I I bought some of them. I bought them uh, already equipped, yes. uh, and I just uh, changed some stuff that I didn't like or some stuff that I thought. They were not that necessary, but this one I bought it. The Forerunner I bought it uh, original, and I started uh, quit uh, the equipment. Uh, just, just like like I like, okay, it, you know. But it's it's been a little slow because uh, I I have I I've been uh, living in Chile for two years. For just two years, and you know, mm -hmm. uh, you have to stabilize, and and you have to get a, a good job and a good uh, a source of income to then think 
uh, of uh, equip of the uh, truck equipment. Yeah, yeah, know, sure. Buying stuff. So I've, I've been I've been doing it uh, slow, but uh, it's 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 been good. Uh, so I know that first... uh, sorry, Elias. I I mean I I know that uh, Venezuelans are, are are quite good at at uh, kitting out their vehicles, and they they're quite good at uh, you know uh, um, putting massive, big, gnarly, grawling tires on and uh um and raising it and things like that i mean is 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 it is it common in chile that is is it easy enough for example to go and and get this type of stuff done i mean is it is it possible that 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 you know that that you would prefer to build it yourself or is it is easy enough to go to a fabricator or or a company and say okay build one two and three for me and uh, um you know and this is what i want well, it's not as easy uh, uh, as as it's, it used to be in Venezuela. No? Um, in Venezuela, it's easier to to get all the brands uh, of the accessories for your truck. Okay. Even even today, even today, it is it is easier. But here in here in Chile, um, it's getting it's getting better. Uh, there's a lot of, of brands uh, coming to the, the country. There, there's a lot of people uh, uh, starting to get interested in 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 this four by four overlander world. Yes. So so the offer in the market, it's it's getting bigger, and that's cool because uh, Chile is a beautiful country and. And there's a lot of people that wants to to travel through the country and and get equipped with the right stuff so they can uh, do better. Uh, I mean, Chile uh, beautiful, me, man. Yeah, Chile is uh, is com- com- completely beautiful. I mean, I think every every country that I've been into has its own amazing attributes. You know, it has its own amazing areas and things like that and and uh you know latin america has a huge appeal to me because it's got incredible beaches um it's got amazing mm-hmm. green forest obviously the the amazon is there you get huge rain um which creates mud um and just completely livens up your 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 trip unexpectedly so um yeah. i completely agree and i think you know having there's there's a very big difference in South Africa. Obviously, we have a massing a massive overlanding community, and uh-huh. and a lot of people do uh, stuff themselves. You know, I've um, a lot of things on my vehicle I've built. Some of it I haven't, but a lot of it that I have, and uh, I've okay. done a lot of hacks in that on my vehicle. And um, I can also go down the road and spend some really a lot of money to do, uh, you know, for someone else to do it for me. So we end up doing things on our own at, 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 at the end of the day, you know, because of cost-wise. But That's also, right. you know, I want it to be mine. I want it to fit in my, you know, the, the way that I want, you know. So um, okay. I just find it very, I, I find it fascinating how to, uh, you know, how to, how different countries do different things. You know, people in Europe are obviously do things quite, quite vastly different. And um, in most cases, very rich people don't have overlanding vehicles. It's the people like you and I that have two, three jobs that, that end up doing yeah. it uh, ourselves because of money and because of love, you know, it's just completely makes it quite different. Yeah, it is. 
and it, it is a cool uh cool world no uh, uh, way of living because uh, the vehicle the vehicle it's just um uh, a tool you know Correct. to get to places it, it because people come to me and say hey you're materialistic uh you you always work on your vehicle and i say well that's that's not the way it is because my vehicle is it's a tool that takes me to amazing places so i i, I need to keep it uh the right way so i can get to the places and come back home safe that's true it's true i mean uh, which which will get me to the next question is what tires are you running on your vehicle at the moment I am t I am running the uh, uh, Goodrich uh, All Terrain. Okay. KO, the KOs, KO2. yeah, the KO2s. Okay. Yeah, because well, as I told you, uh, the market here, they have some stuff. They 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 don't have other stuff. So this is like the. I, I wanted to give them a try because I always had uh, mud terrain uh, tires all my life. But right now, I'm, uh, I don't know, you use, I, I used to, to, to travel through, I, I don't know, maybe 90% of, of uh, pavement uh, road. Yeah, 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 talk, road. yeah. So, you know, I, I, I don't think I need the mud terrain right now. And there's a lot of sand here, so the all terrain works pretty pretty good in sand. So I'm I'm very happy with it. In the other truck, I had the General Graver X3 tires. The Gravers, yeah, Not they're good. Tires. Yeah, they're they're really good because uh, that that type of tire, the X3, uh, it wasn't that aggressive, yes. but still. Work fine in in mud. Yes, yes, I I, I totally agree. I mean, uh, grabbers are are a lot of overlanders are going over to grabbers over to the all terrain. I mean, I've I've uh, I'm a Cooper guy. I've had the mud terrains, and they're just a bit too much for for what I need them for. I need an overlanding tire. I don't do much mud and things like that. And and um, uh, the one that I have at the moment, the uh, ST Maxes are fantastic. I, I I completely love them. They're they're the Cooper all all terrain tire. Nice. Yeah, yeah. No, I love them. I completely love them. So um, so we've got tires. Do you uh, do you have a fridge in your vehicle? I didn't see any. No, right now uh, I don't have it. Uh, I didn't bring it uh, with me. I used to have it in Venezuela. Yes. But I I left. I left it there because I didn't have uh, enough space in the in the troopy to to take all our our luggage, you know, because we were uh, we were uh, moving to to Chile. So uh, each of us had uh, three big uh, suitcases and a lot of other stuff uh, bringing. Uh, here to Chile to move down to Chile, yes. so I, I I couldn't I couldn't take my fridge with me, but I used to have um, this uh, type of fridges. With, uh, it's not the ARB or the Angel. Uh, it was uh, the brand is Edstar. Is what? And Ed Edstar. 
it's strong. Crap. Never heard of that. I'm gonna Google that now. Yeah, it's like uh, the, the the border of of a cliff. Okay. You know, etched um, star like the stars. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, and they they work pretty well. Uh, I was trying to to find something not that expensive, and and I found it over there, and it still works really fine. And, and I love that fridge. Was it like a? It, it wasn't a camping fridge, was it, or was it a? Uh... No, 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 a normal fridge. Normal uh, fridge. The, the one, uh, like like the one you have in the in your truck. Okay, okay, I see yeah. it. I see it here. Sorry. Okay. All right. Was it a what? A forty liter or a uh, a a bigger one? No, I sixty three quarts. Okay. All right. So it's it's a it's a bigger one. I've never seen this brand before. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Eh? Yeah, it's cool. It's not expensive. Yeah, they run pretty well, and yeah, they they do the work. Jeez, I've never seen this before ever. It's pretty awesome. Wow. Yeah, it's got everything that you need. It's exactly <laughs> listen. If it works, use it. <laughs> it isn't yeah, about yeah, brands yeah. anymore. <laughs> There's a lot of brands that that, that maybe I, I maybe you don't know and. And you start uh, um, investigating and ha um, in prices and the quality and the specs that they give you, and and you discover a, a whole different world uh, besides the the famous brands, you know. So so that's that's interesting too. Exactly, exactly. I've I've never heard of these guys. I've uh, I've opened up the page. You're gonna go and check them out. Uh, check them out later. So, okay, so, cool. so tell me, you've, I mean, uh, there's some really amazing photos of you on a, uh, um, on a salt pan. That's obviously in, uh, that's in Venezuela because it's still got your, your other vehicle or was it Chile? Uh, what picture is that? Uh, the picture with the, with the rooftop tent, you, you have that square rooftop tent. I don't know what the brand is. Um, yeah. Uh, where you'd camped on a, look like a, a, um, a salt pan. Oh yeah, no, that's the uh, in Bolivia in Uyuni. Oh Bolivia! Oh man, I'd love to overland there. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bolivia is really, really beautiful country. They have a lot of places and a, a lot of sites you can you can visit, and and these uh, salt plains are are one of them. Uh, this is the biggest uh, salt place in in the world and the highest one and we we spent there two days just two days but it was awesome to to travel through through the salty plains very cool i mean i'm just looking at your truck it's quite uh, it's quite well kitted you've got a light bar you've got two massive light force uh, arrows on there you've got your winch obviously you've got uh, looks like old man emu uh, suspension underneath um oh yeah uh, a very muddy, fantastic truck with a snorkel. You've got your uh, rooftop tent. So, so which do you prefer, rooftop tent or ground tent? I can see that you have, uh, or or you had the, the rooftop tent, but uh, obviously now you don't. Um, uh, yes, I, you have a different vehicle. I, I, I used uh, a roof tent for I don't know, maybe twelve years. Uh, uh, different kind of uh, roof tents. Yes, but. Uh, the roof tent is uh, 
I don't know. It's a little complicated because uh, if you can't get your car into your truck, into your garage uh, without getting down the, <laughs> the roof, then yeah. it's yeah, you know, it's a pain because uh, you you have to get late uh, at night uh, after a long drive, and you need to bother someone. Hey, man, can you help me? get this uh, roof tent down and stuff so so it's a little complicated you know and for me right now i can't uh, store my my truck with a roof tent on top of the truck yes so i decided to sell that uh, roof tent that you are watching on my on my on my on my pictures and i decided to get a ground tent that is called, it's a Gazelle. I don't know if you, if you know the, the brand. Uh, no. Gazelle tent. Uh, they are uh, uh, very, very easy to install. I mean, in 90 seconds, you can install the whole tent. Oh, it's like a pop-up. And yeah, it's very strong, okay? Uh, it's, it's, it's big inside. It's very big. Uh, so... I loved it, and I'm 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 giving it a try, you know. And it looks pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, uh, as pop-up tents go, it looks pretty stable. It's got a nice little, uh, it's got a nice layout to it. It does look quite bubbly inside. It doesn't look very small at all. It's like you got uh, no, no. some good space. Uh huh. That's very cool. Um, so and that's the one that we're using right now. That's I I dig it. It looks very nice. Uh, so tell me, um, what is your favorite modification on your vehicle now? The one that you're enjoying the most? Well, right now, <laughs> there's uh, it, it. It is not that modificated. Uh, I'm not proud of that. <laughs> well, it doesn't but, matter. I wouldn't say proud, but uh, you know, at least. Yeah, it's... but uh, maybe the 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 drawers uh, because I, I I like to have everything organized in the in the back of the truck yes uh, that's that's maybe the, the the best uh modification i i i got right now because uh, you you get rid of all those uh plastic cases and boxes and stuff and you just put in there your uh, your tools and maybe your uh your food and and it's everything in in the right place. No, I completely agree. I mean, I've got everything that I need in my in my drawer system, and then I use my ammo crates to um, like top up or replace uh, from my drawers. You know, so I'll keep some yeah. canned stuff in the drawers, and I mean in the in the ammo crates, and then I'll just uh, swap it around as I go along. So, yeah, it's a, cool. it's, it's a bit similar for me. And tell me, what are you hey, using? Uh, Sorry. Uh, Tell me something. What, what truck do you have right now? I've got, what, what truck do you use? I, I'm using a Defender, a Defender 110. Oh, nice. And and do, do you like it? Uh, how it feels to drive? And it's it's it comfortable? Is is it uh, rough? It's got the it's got the uh, the uh, it's a Puma, so it's a 2010 model. Um, it's one of the last ones that they brought out. You know, on the last design, I should say, with a little bubble on the bonnet, and. Nice. Um, it's it is comfyish to drive. I mean, I drive sometimes 10, 12 hours in a day, and uh, I don't really have obviously with enough stops. I don't really have many problems. 
So it's it's pretty it's pretty comfortable. It is a little noisy. It's a 2.4 engine. It's the Ford, the Ford motor when Ford bought out Land Rover, and uh, they put okay. uh, the 2.4 Ford in. And I've never really had problems with it. I've I've had one or two, nothing fancy, but you know nothing nothing out of the ordinary than than what any other Land Cruiser or uh, a Ford, or a um, I said another Ford, uh, a Nissan would have. You know. Okay, man, I I love those those trucks. I love them. Oh, there are plenty around here. You you feel like a like a true expedition. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Of... It's true. You know, people look at you uh, and they and they you know that because they're very easy vehicles to to modify because it's just mostly straight lines, so it isn't very yeah. difficult at all. So it's quite uh, it's it's it it it's quite a nice vehicle to do things in. You know, um, which is which is pretty awesome. I I I really enjoy it. I'm, I'll I'll battle selling it. It's time to get a new one. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so tell me, Elias, what what navigation are you using? Uh, what do you use for 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 navigation at the moment? So are you just using a Garmin, or you use your phone, or a TomTom? -Tom? I used to use a, a a Garmin, but I don't know with, with all this these uh, maps and uh, these apps that that new apps that that you have in your cell phone yeah yeah I've been, I've been uh, uh, changing my 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 navigation system for for my cell phone and uh, or my tablet so I don't know. Just I'm just giving a try this this new era of, of applications, and uh, and I use uh, Wikilog, and I use Gaia, and I use uh, MapsMe, and and then you have this uh, app that is called iOverland, where yes. you can get into and find uh, updated new places to stay or or to visit, and and I like it. You know, and I travel. And when I travel from Venezuela to to Chile, I downloaded uh, all the maps in my Garmin, and I also had my cell phone running with the maps. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. So that that gave gave me a lot of security uh, out there when I was uh, driving through all those countries. That's brilliant. I think uh, you know maps these days are not related to one thing, unfortunately, because you know each 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 app brings its own different dynamics. Um, yeah. And I I really wish that all these map companies would talk the same language. I know that they never will, but I wish they would all collaborate and put everything into one. I mean, I mean that amount of information would be incredibly helpful to guys like you and I. You know, it's uh, it would be it would be fantastic. That's true, and and the, and the good thing about the the app and and using your cell phone is that you keep your maps updated, and it's it's automatic, you know. Yeah. Uh, in Garmin, you need to plug your Garmin and download the maps, and maybe you have to uh, pay with well, for other maps that they they don't have available, and I don't know. It's 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 maybe uh, sometimes it's it's a little complicated but in the cell phone you, you you have all the information updated at the right time yeah yeah no it's true it's very very true in fact i've now gone for an ipad mini um where i can put 
I can put everything on it, everything that I need, I can put on it, you know, uh, from iOverlander, maps.me, map out. Um, uh, uh, we have a big local one in, in Africa called Tracks for Africa. We can put that on and it's, it's pretty awesome. I, 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 yeah, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. So listen, I want to ask you one last uh, question because I know it's your morning and it's uh, late, it's my late afternoon and, and uh, <laughs> we need to get our day started and finished. But I, I want to ask you, what is your best and your worst uh, days on a, on a track? You know, whether it's with your partner or uh, stuck in the mud or five flat tires or <laughs> whichever it's going to be, what's your best and your worst, uh, your best and your worst days? Man, I don't know. Um, well, I, I, I can I can uh, talk about many uh, awesome days out out in the on the on the nature and, and traveling on my truck. Yes. And the worst, the the bad days, I maybe I, I, I don't I don't name them bad days. I I just I just think they are experiences that. Uh, uh, help me uh, grow as a overlander or, or as a traveler you know um thinking about best days um maybe when i decided to go out uh, from venezuela and and travel through 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 latin america some some of of, of the countries that that was a very exciting day because that was a dream uh trip that i wanted to to do uh, yeah uh, um, a lot of uh, a lot of years dreaming about this this trip and and i love to travel with my dog with my with my uh girlfriend yes. uh through all these countries that was one of the best days uh, i can remember when I was uh, getting into Brazil uh, and 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 passing through the the Trans Amazonia uh, road, and and yeah, that 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 was memorable. That and, is uh, that does sound amazing. Sorry, I, I just want to ask you quickly before you carry on. Did you map that uh, um, that those those trips that you that that track that you did uh, online? Can I? Yeah, well, I you, you can uh, you can get in my YouTube channel and and see all the journey uh, that takes out from the from my stories of okay. Instagram. But I I didn't. Well, yeah, I I I I, I, I tracked my I I, I established waypoints in the in maps. Yes. Not in not in a in in an app. Just in my Google Earth map, I have all the waypoints that I that I uh, uh, that, that I you, that you took, yeah, yeah, that I took. And uh, the worst day, well, I don't know, maybe in Bolivia, that I lost my uh, my SD card with all my pictures. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because I was working late at night. Uh, I drove uh, for hours, uh, maybe 12 hours driving through this big desert uh, in the south of Bolivia. That is called the Siloli Desert. Yes. Uh, with all these amazing lagoons all around. 
and uh, we we got to this uh, lagoon that is called Laguna Colorada. Okay. Uh, very high. We, we were uh, maybe uh, four thousand meters or four forty-five thousand meters. Uh, no, four. Yeah, four thousand meters up. That's and, quite uh, high. It's four four kilometers. Uh, yeah, that's four kilometers. So that's very high. So we got to this uh, small house uh, where where we wa- we were going to sleep, and uh, my my girlfriend went to sleep, and I just started working on my pictures and stuff, and I left the the SD card on the table that I was working. Yes. And one of the of the guides uh, of another tour took the card and. Uh, with with him uh, i don't know why and uh i had to to chase this guy through all this desert and asking people if they saw the guy and and started searching for him yeah and after all this journey i found the guy but he only had one of of the sd cards with oh. him and the other one just i just i just lost it Oh, it's devastating! I tell you, I uh, I try and back up everything that I can, but sometimes yeah. you still don't get don't don't get it right, and that's uh, that is a tough one. That is a tough one. Listen, Elias, I really appreciate the time that you've given me. I know that you're a busy lad and you've got lots going on, and it's your Friday morning too. And I I, I really am grateful um, uh, to have you on as a um, as my first uh, Latin American, and I'm 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 excited and I'm I'm glad, and I'm definitely going to be in touch. I do hope that you. Uh, become a lot more successful in your overlanding trips and folks if you're listening and you're going to Chile and you want to have a good time uh, yeah. reach out and go and do some 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 high cold camping <laughs> yeah yeah you're you're all welcome and you too if you come here well after we pass all this coronavirus uh, all the drama mess <laughs> yeah yeah you can all this drama and and we can we can go out and just uh, find uh, places over here. And hey, thank you for having me on your podcast. It, it's been a pleasure to meet you and to meet your community. And, and well, I hope to keep in touch with you. Completely agree. And thank you very much again. I, I want to come to Chile to do fishing. I was fly fishing when I was uh, uh, before I was 10 years old in the mountains. So I, uh, I completely uh, I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't think of anything else <laughs> anything better to do than that. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you very much, bro, and have a good rest of your day. All right, you too. Thanks. Cheers, eh? Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye.